Thank you for tuning into the For What For Who podcast. My name is Courtney Croucher, and I'm really excited to have you here. I've always been obsessed with self-development and pop culture and everything that influences how we live our lives, which is why we're here today, because I believe that with everything you do, every decision you make, for what, for who, my intention is for this to be a resource for people who want to have better relationships, health, professional growth, balance in your lives, and self-love. Subscribe to hear my journey along with special guests every Monday for a blunt approach to living life unapologetically on your terms. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. How is everybody? I feel like everyone I've talked to is feeling like really fucking psychotic. Just like, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the world, but everyone I know is like under so much pressure and is so busy. So if you're feeling that way too, just know you're not alone. I feel that way. Life is crazy, and I'm just trying to keep my head on straight, to be completely honest. So if I feel a little distracted in the episode, it's because I am. I just feel like my brain is going a thousand miles a minute. I need to go meditate by the water. I've been doing that lately, and it's been amazing, but... Yeah, I need to go do that. I haven't done that yet today, but I'm so excited to chat about today's topic. I was thinking about like, what's something that I could offer that has helped me make decisions? And one of it was figuring out what I want. I think with when we want to take the next level into our lives, we're thinking, well, what do I want, right? Like we know we want to grow. Maybe we have this vision of like what things could look like, but actually how to get there and really putting it into words can be really difficult, especially with the timeline pressure we have in society of like having it all together by 30, you know, being completely successful by a certain age, whatever the fuck success means to you. And having this idea of we just wake up one day and have it all figured out, right? I think we grow up, at least I did, and I was like, wait a second, like adults don't know what they're doing either. (laughs) I think that's such a punch in the face, right? When you hit even like 18 and you're like, oh my God, I thought I would be different, but I'm actually so confused. And everyone's asking you what you want to do with your life. And then you graduate university and you're like, okay, so what now? And then you get into the workforce and you're like, this is definitely not what it's cracked up to be. Like it really, life hits you fast. I feel like it's a big punch in the face with reality And I definitely love getting older. You know, I don't really glorify being young anymore. Like as much as I miss the simplicity of being a kid, I think a lot of cool experiences happen as we age. Like, I don't know, sometimes I do miss just being a little kid and not having to worry. But I think because I was such a warrior as a kid, I don't actually remember what like a peaceful moment felt like because when I was a kid I could not wait to grow up I wanted to grow up so fast which maybe that's my big regret is just wishing I had like been a kid more and my parents allowed me to be so I just like was so ambitious um to the point like to the point that it wasn't healthy you know so it's kind of interesting looking back but I was thinking about like how do we figure out what we want we want to involve evolve in other areas of our life, but we don't know how to say exactly what we want. Okay. So I realized the number one thing that I have is a tip that I've used for literally years to figure out what I want. And what that tip is, is figuring out what you don't want. 
I maybe this sounds, you know, counterproductive to some people. Maybe this is common knowledge. But this is truly what I do when I'm trying to figure out what the next move is, what, you know, I'm wanting out of something. I figure out what I don't want because typically we don't even know what we want because we don't know what options are there, right? Like we are trying to figure out what that looks like and that can be difficult if we really don't know what the options are and like making that empowered decision. So figure out what you don't want. Maybe let's say for career, right? right? Careers are a big part of our lives that can feel so daunting of like, what do I want? And even like you, you hear a lot of people and I've been in the same situation where you really want this type of career, whatever. And then you finally get it and you're like, okay, next, like this isn't my forever. And sometimes that can happen. Sometimes we can romanticize what we thought we wanted. And then that was the absolute opposite. So getting closer to what you don't want to me is getting closer to what you do want, because the more that you do that process of elimination, you get closer and you learn along the way. Now, is it tedious? Yes. Is it trial and error? Yes. But that's pretty much life in general, right? Like, how do you know what you like in any area of your life if you don't try things and you figure out what you don't like? It's the same thing of figuring out dating, relationships, um, I don't know, home decor, clothing, all of this. Figure out what you don't like helps figure out what you do. And I feel like when it's really interesting, especially in a field maybe that you don't know anything about. So this is such a random example, but like today I had to go to buy a new pair of running shoes because mine ripped yesterday at the seam. So that was fun. So I had to go buy a new pair of running shoes and I don't know anything about shoes, nor do I like shoe shopping. I think it's so fucking annoying. Like, yes, I like having shoes that function and I typically like them to look good. Right. But like, I don't like buying shoes, the idea of trying them on and waiting for the box. And it's just so tedious in my mind and there's nothing exciting about it. So especially running shoes, because I just find that there's 85,000 of them and I know what I need. I just don't know what that looks like. Like, okay, so I need a running shoe and I need a shoe for weightlifting. Great. But there's like 15 pairs to choose from in each category, right? Like it's so overwhelming. So I just picked one to start and I said, okay, can I try these on, you know, in a size 6.5? Great. Tried them on. No, I actually don't like the, whatever the arch heel support is. It, it kind of hurts actually. She's like, oh, if that's what you don't like, great. Let's try this other one that doesn't have that. And then it got me closer to what I wanted. So it's kind of a stupid example, but it can really actually multiply in like massive ways um, if you think about it. And this is what probably the biggest thing I've done for like dating, because figuring out how to date intentionally can be really difficult when we've been fed such a specific narrative growing up using like Disney movies and Nicholas Sparks, Knight in Shining Armor, like the fucking heteronormative bullshit we've been fed, right? Especially the fact that they go down to such like old traditional gender roles and very much like a woman's life isn't complete until she finds a man. Not only is that like queer exclusionary, but it's also just not as simple as it shows in the movies, right? Man meets a woman, they fall in love, they get engaged, they get married, and it's just like happily ever after. 
without actually asking like, what do you want? <laughs> like compatibility is love enough, right? I personally don't think it is. I think that love is great, but love doesn't make a successful relationship. There's so much more that goes into it. And even those movies where you see like people having sex and the woman's like screaming and you know, you think it's like the best time of her life when in real life, that's not enough, right? Just like what you see in the movies is just not, it's not the full story. So figuring out what we like and what we don't like, I think is important and figure out kind of like what is really important to you. So the way that I do this with dating is like kind of looking at the, let's say habits of someone and, you know, how much they text me, how often they're the ones that reach out, like what their effort levels, like all of that. I kind of am consistently like, do I like this or do I not? Like, do I like to be the one that typically creates the plans or do I like someone to be, you know, really active in that process? Do I want to be texted all day or do I want to be kind of left alone? Like, what do I like? And so you don't really see it until you're like, oh my God, this person's texting me so fucking much. I hate this. Or is it the type of conversation? Because then I've had other people where it's like, oh my God, I've had this one conversation. I remember this one guy, he was just like, every couple hours, he'd be like, so what are you doing? I'm like, working, <laughs> you know? A couple hours later, so what are you doing? I'm like, still working. Like, that, like the first one would be like 10 a.m. on a Monday. The next would be like a 3 p.m. on a Monday. It's like, I'm still working. I, I work full time. <laughs> like, just annoying, right? Like, there's just no conversation. It's literally just like, okay, so what you up to? And I find that fucking annoying. But if they're like, you know, back and forth having a good conversation, I've also had that before where it doesn't matter what time of the day is, I'm enjoying the conversation. And if I'm busy, I just answer what I can kind of thing. And it just like goes on effortlessly. I enjoy that. So figuring out what you don't like, I think helps kind of guide you into what you do like and also helps you better communicate that with other people or even for yourself putting words to it of like oh this is what I like and this is definitely what I don't I think really helps and then further helps you figure out what you want and then when you start to look at all these little things of what you like and what you don't like then you can kind of start to craft this better image of well this is the type of partner I want this is the type of career I want this is the type of feeling I want to have with said experience. You know, if you've left a an event, let's say like with family, feeling really, really shitty, and you wonder, well, what happened there to make me feel like that? And I know for me, I've had things where I've talked to people and I'm like, oh my goodness, like, they're this, you know, the, the ones that like, they're called like energy vampires. They just suck the life out of you. And, you know, I've had some family members that have gone down like really rough paths and they were really great examples growing up for me because it was like, this is what I never want to turn out to be, which is like really unfortunate and sad. And that's like, their story is not mine to tell, but just seeing that growing up, it actually did give me an example at a very young age of what I didn't want to be. And you know, everything that I kind of decided to do was in, I guess, comparison, but also with this like intentional, rational decision-making of like, well, I'm seeing that they made these decisions. This is where they turned out. And I don't want 
the same result. So I'm going to choose the opposite, right? I think it's like rational decision-making, but also just using people as an example for what result could be if you do X, Y, Z, right? Like, and that could be positive or negative. Just really looking at that, I think can really help. And you can learn so much from other people. And it sounds like, and I, I say using people and very lightly, it's more of like using them as an example in your mind. I don't mean like using them as like disposal, you know, or disposable things. It's more of just like seeing that and be like, oh, yes, 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 I don't want that. Other things that um, I can relate to this, I was trying to figure out after university during lockdown of what my next move was. And so I decided to go down a certain industry and I started actually mentoring underneath somebody who was good in that field. And I saw what their day-to-day looked like and I just genuinely was like, oh my God, this is not what I want. Like, Not that their life has to be what your life is, but if you're seeing... So for example, the industry was real estate. At the time, I was seeing them just have to drop and go and like really accommodate people's time you know, after 5 p.m. and on weekends and stuff like that to do showings because a lot of people are working like an average nine to five, right? And so I saw that and I was like, oh, I I don't want that actually. That's not the lifestyle I wanted. Now, can things be different? Of course. But in the moment when you don't really know the other options and you're just seeing this and you're like, "Uh, is this what I really want? And for me, all the other factors of what went into real estate, I just decided to, it wasn't for me anymore. So that was something where it was like, I saw this, all of these people I did really respect and they're really good at what they do, but I realized it wasn't for me and that, you know, there were certain aspects of the real estate industry and being a realtor that I thought was awesome and that was interesting and that I could see myself doing but it wasn't enough to continue to get my license and invest the funds, time, and energy that would require to get started. So instead, I utilized what I did want, seeing what I didn't want, and move forward trying to build out a career that way. So that is like one of the biggest things I could recommend to somebody if you're kind of figuring out what you're wanting and you're feeling really lost, I would just start to make examples of what you don't want. You know, if you're thinking of what do I want in a partner when I'm dating them? Well, I definitely don't want someone who parties too much and sleeps until noon and never texts back and is super flaky with plans and doesn't um, communicate well, like random things like that, right? You can make a list of all the things you don't want and then you can pull out, well, okay, so a couple of the main things is that I really want, you know, excellent communication. I want someone who kind of has their shit together, (laughs) right? And you can kind of go down the list and start to pick out even like not only specifics, but also major themes that are important to you to kind of be more self-aware of what that looks like. And sometimes we don't really understand those overarching themes until we see it in like multiple areas of our lives. So maybe you're a type of person who likes to be in control. And then once you start to see that in like your career, your relationships, your personal life, um, your health and fitness, whatever it may be, then you're like, oh, that's interesting. And then you almost learn even more about yourself, which I think is kind of cool as well. 
So that is my number one tip for figuring out what you want is to figure out what you don't want and move along from there. Like I said earlier, it's going to be a trial and error process, but that's what figuring out what's going to work out for you is all about. I think that you can cut corners by utilizing people as examples, asking questions and really learning from the world. Um, my, one of my favorite ways to do this is listen to a lot of podcasts and read books of, you know, successful people and people who have interesting stories to tell because obviously they've made the mistakes and lived the life that they needed to so that you don't have to, you can learn from their things and continue to move on. Right. I think that's why some of the most successful people in the world are readers where, you know, the average person, I think I was reading a statistic just the other day about how like the average person in North America reads like one book a year, um, after the age of like 25 or something, which that just like shocked me. I was like, what? There's gotta be more, but the percentage, it was like 85% or something. It was like quite astonishing for, um, what I would have guessed. So just seeing how other people live their lives, you can really learn a lot from them and, they're learning the lessons so that you don't have to. And the fact that people are putting themselves out there to teach those lessons is major, right? So I think you can fast track that process of trial and error um, and really figure out. And especially if someone says like they're telling you about the worst thing, let's say they're like, oh my God, I got to this club. It was so loud. Everyone was crazy. It was dancing. And you're sitting there like, that sounds really fun, actually. Then maybe that's an experience you want where it just wasn't for them, right? So that can also be flipped where it's like their worst nightmare could be your total cup of tea. And that's literally the most random example that flew through my mind. But sometimes that that's the case, right? Like sometimes I talk to people and they're like, I just want to live on a ranch in the middle of nowhere with like, you know, just peace and quiet and stars. And I'm like, I would simply die. I'm sure that sounds relaxing for you, but like I would be stressed if it's too quiet and I'm not in proximity of like things at my doorstep that would stress me out. I'm a city girl. I love the city, you know? (laughs) So what you enjoy is not going to be everyone. So I think also having that like critical thinking lens and just reminding yourself that everyone's different and that you're asking questions and listening to other stories with the intent of hearing what worked for them and what didn't work for them, but also just taking those lessons and figure out how it can work for you because we all are different and what our experiences are going to be like, we might follow in the exact same footsteps and have completely different experiences. I always want to like point that out, but don't be afraid to ask questions and to lean into others, um, to kind of gauge that. And I think a really great exercise, if you're conflicted about making a decision about something or you're feeling, you know, that kind of stagnant and that itch for more, but you don't know what you exactly want, then I would definitely start writing out literally a list of the things that you don't want. Um, things that give you the ick that kind of stress you out and then go from there. And I think that can help guide any type of research or any type of even like conversations you want with someone else um, to help guide your learning process or whatever it may be. So I personally think that that would be the greatest course of action. That's what I personally had done. And it's helped me a lot in so many different areas. So I hope it does for you as well. 
I hope this was helpful. I feel like my brain's so scattered today, but I think I hit my points. So <laughs> if you enjoyed this, send it to a friend, tag it on your stories, tag me on Instagram at the not so average betch or at for what for who podcast. Um, write this on Apple Podcasts if you're listening there and follow on Spotify. As always, guys, love yourself, love others, and wash your fucking hands. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next Monday. Bye, guys. Thank you.